All right, man. You know the vibes. It's the L.A. Leakers. It's yes, the liftoff sir. show. I'm uh-huh. just incredible. I'm DJ Sour Milk. And uh, we're here with our family, Kid Ink, man. Your boy in the building. Hey. Good, good to family. have you back on the show, man. Yes, sir. I'm good in to be person. here. I was about to say, in wait, person. wait. Outside. <laughs> Not only that, but but how long have we known Ink? When when, when did uh time, was it time, time of my life? Time of my life. Time of your life came out in 2012. 2012. Time of your life came out, well. No, he don't know. Ooh, I got so, numbers right. Yeah. So so almost Crazy. almost ten years now because that I, that was the first time I met him. Yeah, I don't know if no, that was the same me time. as well. Me as well. And, and, it's fire. Yeah, I think we did. We meet at the at the deli across the street. We did go you to know, the deli. That's right. That deli is really fire, and they got some real. That's like that's, probably the only yeah. place where I eat cannolis. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Exactly. Everywhere else, I don't really like. I had them there. Hype me up like, oh, I love cannolis. And then yeah, I, yeah, yeah. When everyone else, I was like, nah, I only like them from this spot over here. It's a little different. Yeah, yeah they, they different hit different. In, and, in and that, so, so I wasn't super familiar with your work at the time. I remember, and then uh, we ended up premiering a song that that song, "Time of Your Life." Yeah. Um, and then I remember shit trending on Twitter, and I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Like Y'all that. was going viral. You were viral <laughs> before viral was going. That's what's you, up. Every time you touch down on the liftoff show, like, yeah, Twitter would erupt, I, man. Yeah, That's man. I Your remember, fan base is crazy. I, I remember that yeah. shit trending, man. So, so yeah, and, and again, this is our first time doing an actual sit down. We've been crazy. in the studio before. We've been live yeah. on the radio. We've done Many all times. that. We haven't sat down and done an interview. So I haven't sat down and been comfortable. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> you know, Ink is also uh, he's he's number one on our freestyle series. He's the yes, first, he the first to touch down. The very first hey, freestyle fire. that we did. Thank hey, you for believing, fire, man. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. In the vision. Thank y'all for letting me spit some. We on one hundred six now too, yeah. man. So one hundred and six. One time. Yeah, this man. And the new album, Alive, is here. It's your first one you put out in in quite some time. Yeah, I feel like it's been a minute for a full length album. You right. know what I'm saying? I was in my label situation. Uh, we put out two projects, and then things kind of I think slowed down with just uh, putting out projects with them. I think based on just how they had a formula set up, and it was a little different from the formula that I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Push with the next project, and you know we still were getting money putting out records putting out eps and singles you know i I definitely still stayed at work but as far as you know putting together the album that i wanted to put out uh i think you know it was a just some differences on some things and you know i'm saying i felt like especially when you're at the label and stuff starts switching up and people start getting different positions and different jobs and different places i felt like the attention kind of was switching in different ways that you know i'm saying i could feel organically and it just you know we both kind of agreed that you know it was cool to dip they i I don't own nothing right they owe me nothing and we just dipped out that's a story that uh gets overlooked a lot it's just for another conversation but that that moment where you might be working on an album and there's like a little regime change, you know what I'm saying? Where oh and, yeah, and, and serious. Pe- people don't know how difficult that is. I used to hear about it. And I used to think like, oh, what does that mean? And then when you really see like this person doesn't even work in this department, so you can't even call them for that no more, or they got to handle somebody else differently, or you know what I'm saying? It could shift the energy. Yeah, it could definitely shift the energy. So hmm. you know. Uh, and and right. how how long exactly were you working on this body of work? This project I started. Well, the idea, because I went independent, mm-hmm. and the idea was just go hard. So we started dropping singles, like, every week, every two weeks, you know what I'm saying, testing the waves, just putting out music as I was recording it. So it was like, I'm at the home, I'm at the house, recording, got everything set up, you know what I'm saying? I got thousands of beats coming through to me, so let's rock out and put out the records we can as we can put them out. Whoever's clearing them fast, let's get those out, you know hmm. what I'm saying? So 
we were putting out records and testing energy and then i think from there i started to think like oh i kind of think i want to rock with you know the homie ism who i was getting a bunch of stuff from and i felt like at the time he was giving me just so many different things i was like i could do an album with you and you know what i'm saying it'd be easy to pull it off without having it be one sound or one direction and I feel like he was giving me just so many different waves I was like, I can really put together the, a, a project that I want to put together at first it was an EP idea but then after six songs and he kept sending packs I was like I, I don't know if I want to stop going <laughs> right, <laughs> right. he just kept you know what I'm saying taking it further and further 10 songs and then 12 and then 13 and it's some, actually still some you know leftovers because I had to give myself a real deadline I'm somebody who worked to the last day and I'd be like, yo, just made a record yesterday, got to go in there. We got to push it back two weeks. <laughs> Make everybody mad, Will panicking. Right. But I think, you know what I'm saying, we, we, we set it up there, and it probably took, I don't want to say, because it didn't take a year, because, you know, once COVID hit, 2020 setbacks, Right. I had to kind of rethink some releases, some mm. energy. You know, I had a couple singles that I tested and put out and was like, all right, I see what the temperature is and where I might have to wait or figure out some other different waves, which, you know what I'm saying, I think I did, but I had to wait on a lot of different records because, you know, I'm a, not just summertime, but, I, you know what I'm saying, I rock with the summer. I had real high hopes for the summer, and I was like, yo, I'm going to stack these up. And, right. You know what I'm saying? It just some records you needed to be in the club for sure. At a party to hear. Able to perform. Able to perform. Right. I just didn't feel like it was that yeah, yeah outside, outside record. Yeah. It wasn't that that temperature, and I'm an outside record kind of guy. So Absolutely. I had to just, you know, what I'm saying, coast until things felt natural and organic. So. Right. What was was your approach different going into this album as opposed to to you know the last couple albums you put out with with the label? Um, how's your recording process different, or is it? Do you approach? Did you approach it the same? Nah, because I feel like so. You know, with the mixtapes and before the label, the approach was just like. You know, whatever I, I'm doing is hot. And, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't know necessarily what a hit is. Nobody told I'm just making what I like to make. Hmm. You get with the label. You're still doing that to an extent, but it, once you figure out, like, what's working or, you know, you see, like, oh, that made me a big bag. Let me see if I can get another big bag <laughs> yeah. for doing that. It kind of, you know what I'm saying? You start thinking about the business and the music a little bit more. And mm -hmm. then I feel like, you know, that caused me to run away from certain things near the end of the business because I was like, I don't want to be this label guy. I look like this, you know what I'm saying, or move positions. But then after that, with this project, I felt like I kind of just let it all go and was just like back in the state of whatever I want to make. And if it sounds like something I put out with the label, then if it's hot, it's hot. If it sounds like something I did when it was a mixtape, it's not. If it's just anything moving forward as long as it's hot you yeah know what I'm, I'm just freedom i'm not running right like, but yeah the freedom free with your is thoughts there. free with your thoughts too definitely free with the thoughts i feel like but that's a problem too mm. i'm not gonna act like that's also not an issue not having other energy around you because mm. i think you know it's definitely still important to be in the studio with people in the team or be able to play records and be like yo what you think of this or have right. somebody around so you know once things start cooling down, you know, I was having more company come over, and you know what I'm saying, we was rocking out. But it was a moment when I was like, yo, I got 30 songs here. I think they hot. <laughs> I don't know what order to put them in. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I'm supposed to pick out the album Dolo? Yeah. Like, I could, but it's like, I could have some. I know me. I've slept on a lot of different records that I like, like that. I liked it in the, at first, and then 
Uh, I've been listening to this for like two months, and then I don't know if it's as hot as it was when I first made it. And somebody else come in here and be like, yo, craziest record you ever put out. And I'd be like, really? <laughs> I bet. Let's try yeah. it. Right. But if they didn't come through and say that, I probably would be like, mm, I don't know. Let's put it in the side and come back to it later. So. Yeah, I can see that. Do, do you that. feel, uh, you know, because right now we were, we were just on the air with you and I was I was going through some of your records and I'm looking I'm like damn this dude has a lot of a lot of hit records do you feel you get the props you deserve man cuz cuz you you have some very big fucking oh. records man yeah man appreciate it uh if I'm gonna be 100 no <laughs> yeah I don't feel like I get the props I deserve I do think I get the props I deserve from the fans yeah yeah I, from you know what I'm saying at least from the you know the fans that I know are really supporting, and then I think you know, I get, I get a certain level of respect. Um, I'm definitely respected in the game. I think people understand, you know, what I'm saying to see the numbers and and hear the hits, and it's nothing. The stories, yeah, for and sure. the story, and you know, what I'm saying I, it's not like anything was ever given to me. You know, what I'm saying mm. I definitely work from the from the bottom to grind. No, that's you know what I'm always said about you. Uh, you know, no matter what conversation you're in, yeah, people I, are like, he he works and he's done it his way. Right. I mean, you had a lot of success even before the label, yeah. and and that's testament to you and the team, man. Yeah, no, definitely, but. In another way, you know what I'm saying, the aspect of, like, do I... And it's something that, it's stuff that I don't necessarily, like, care about and lean on and, like, yeah. make it hurt my creative. But, yeah, I would like to be nominated for something. Of course. Of course. You know what I'm saying? That's nothing that's really been in my bag. Mm -hmm. uh, and it felt like it was at a time when I did have those type of records or, or that type of potential. And I see other people, and I'm like, yo, I was moving just as hot or maybe even hotter at those times mm -hmm. and i have to f and that kind of sat and fell back like dang somebody at the label wasn't doing their job or what's going on and that kind of was also something that hindered our relationship because i started just having that resentment but at the same time you know what i'm saying it's nobody's fault i don't it's just it is what it is Literally. it's the game but yeah when i see a list i would like to be on a list of course it bro. doesn't hurt yeah. you know what right. I'm saying? your pride or your you know what i'm saying going into the taking that energy and taking it into the booth because mm -hmm. I feel like that's what a lot of people you know what I'm saying do they take that energy and that you know what I'm saying of that course, confidence and, they get and take right. it into the booth so you know what I'm saying I always want to have that confidence and feeling like people believe in me the way I believe in myself mm -hmm. so yeah certain moments underrated yeah yeah I look back at things that I've done and go, Tim, no way I could be underrated doing that. But <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real. I got to do this, that, perform here, whatever the case may be, or I still get the acknowledgement from the people that really matter. But, you know, the little guy still, you know what I'm saying, might make me feel a little some kind of way. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I'm sure artists know more than any anybody else because it is not easy to make a hit record. Right. And, 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 you know what I'm saying, for someone to have multiple hit records like that it's like you know what i'm saying man, i'm sure other man. artists see it like okay yeah, that boy not, it's not easy at all man. Yeah. it's very yeah. difficult you yeah. get one yeah and they're like do it again right yeah. right and it's like it's not easy to make the hit record and know when to put it out true sometimes true. timing is something timing is, is crazy everything, man. And, uh, speak speaking of timing i think another part of of you know the journey that gets overlooked when you think about 2012 L.A. rap scene, we weren't in the best place. You know what I'm saying? You were one of the guys that yeah. was really mm -hmm. carrying the flag, and yeah. to play that record on the radio, um, I don't. It, it wasn't a traditional L.A. sound. It was yeah. just a great right. record, followed by a bunch of other great records. But you right. really deserve your props as 
being from the backyard and Appreciate for it. us to play it on yeah. the air and be yeah. like, that's our guy from the city. Yeah. It, it, it leads to other people able to have that same opportunity. Cause I mean, for me, it was like in the beginning, I, mean, I always did all kind of different music, but then, you know, I had certain kind of waves and then I saw where certain songs got me like, across the country i was like yo this song got me performing in sweden <laughs> yeah forever <laughs> yeah but like but like during mixtape times like oh, i was like yeah. doing a mixtape and i probably never booked a show before and i was booked overseas because they like this type of vibe over here or whatever and then what that did for me mentally was kind of put me in a place where all right I don't want to run away from anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm born and raised West Coast, L.A. I'm not running from that, but I see where I could open it up mm. for people to be able to now spread. And they'd be like, yo, where are you from here? Boom. Didn't even, you know what I'm saying? Or just give a different acknowledgement. Because I remember performing back in the day, like when I was doing the tapes or just from 2012 to 2015, it was mass shows where people were like, yo, this is the first rap show we've ever had. Huh. That only inspired me to continue to open it the door yeah, further. for that. Hell yeah. Because yeah. now, then after that, I saw people getting booked at those same venues that would have never got booked. Not saying that they would have never got booked, but doing, you know what I'm saying, getting these records off, doing these shows, and giving just a different energy that was making them feel comfortable. Right. Because it was times when I was going and doing shows, and they would tell me, like, yeah, we don't book this person. For this reason, so this or, or all that viral stuff you seen, you be like, yeah, yeah, they don't get booked over here no more. Yeah, or booking We've been in a couple of those. people, yeah, the, yeah different stuff those. like that. So it's like that still happens. From there, you know, what I'm saying I saw how I could open up the market a little bit more, man. And then you know, once I felt like I did that, then I was just back in the just you know, what I'm saying doing the wave, and then I, you know, what I'm saying still came through with the be reels and show me's and main chicks and having fun and doing my west coast stuff and featuring all the west coast artists i could and That's right doing everything i could for the city but i think you know what i'm saying it was definitely a moment where i just wanted to open up the wave and the mm. market for everybody because i saw what was beyond was yeah, like, yeah yeah of course yeah of course how, how long were you doing it before so before 2012 because i feel like was 2012 when it really really popped off for you nah 24 whenever i got like so whatever year I got the deal was when I felt like everything kind of came together or whenever it was the like the double XL freshman situation. Okay. okay. 2012. Right. But, but see, but, but at that okay. moment, so that's what I want to say. So like the double XL situation was like an introduction, but it wasn't a moment to where like the next year I was like out here booking mass shows and getting yeah. bread and just, you know But did saying? you, did you think, so when 2012 happened, did you know like, all right, I'm going to be, even if you did have a slow year 2013, mentally in 2012, you were like, yeah, I saw the grind, the opportunity, looking at just other people and how they took the opportunity and took it further. And that was still for me like, all right, we can, this is a big look. We can mm -hmm. make this happen. And you know what I'm saying? 2013 kind of, I feel like still went by, I don't even remember 2013 because <laughs> I probably just tried to work through it. It just it felt like wow, it zoomed okay. by, and then wow. twenty it went from twenty twelve straight to twenty fourteen <laughs> as far as in my work time. Yeah. But you know, I started doing music like where I was really into it at like fifteen, sixteen years old. Okay, and then I had so many come ups and then busts from there where it's like I think seventeen. I had produced like some remake of a Alice Cooper song for Sean Kingston. Crazy. For Crazy. some commercial that was tribute to Alice Cooper. Cool. Thought it was amazing. Dope. Got me in the studio, made like 
2000 nah i probably made like 600 dollars, and then i was like out nothing you know what i'm saying nothing happened from there it was yeah. like it is it was what it was and then a couple of years go by of just you know what i'm saying living in la nothing crazy going on in the music and then uh nipsey i nipsey comes by the crib picks up a pack of beats and it was one I had made. Uh, I remember I was inspired at the time, not to say I was inspired by the song, but the beat for Clapback was a really, mm. like at that time was like, yo, this beat is crazy. Just yeah. the energy of it, watching the, how it just made me feel. I made this just more like cinematic club bounce type beat and I gave it a nip. And it's crazy because I just, I just found the original beat Crazy. Recently? The other day, recently. Oh, shit. And it's like the only beat I have from when I was making beats back then. Wow. And it was like in some random box in a garage that I didn't even know I saved it. <laughs> and it says crazy. on there like Nipsey beat, da 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 da. But it, it was the Bullets Ain't Got No Names beat. And from there, he had got a deal with Sony. I had the first single. They flew me out. They were like, yo, we might want to sign you to Sony, be a producer, blah, blah, blah. They had me out there for two weeks with $200. <laughs> I ran out of the $200. <laughs> And then I was back home in the hood. Yeah, yeah. Back to regular. It was what it was. Nip, you know what I'm saying? They did their thing and, and, and finished their album without me. As far not from Nip, but you know what I'm saying? The label finished yeah. the album without me. I never really heard nothing back from them. Crazy. I think I, it took me like three months. I got a, I got a check from Sony uh, for $5,000, which was still a big move, but it yeah. took like three months on their head. <laughs> and then just was back in regular living in, in, uh, in Lamert Park. And then... Um, I went to a session with Nipsey with, uh, at the time he was meeting up with a producer named Rob Holiday, who was Young Berg's producer. Wow, I remember, I remember Rob yeah, Holiday. of course, yeah. yeah. So then I ended up meeting Rob Holiday that day and he was, you know what I'm saying, mad into just the production I was doing. He was like, yo, you should start coming by the studio and producing with us. So I ended up really clicking in with, um, Young Berg and, well, Hitmaker now, but Young Berg and Rob Holiday at the time. And I even got a YB tat on my neck because we was really, like, locked in. Oh, Those man, was my yeah. brothers. So, you know, for a couple years, we was doing our thing. They started putting me on mixtapes, and I was producing a lot for them. I ended up getting some co-production for, like, Diddy and stuff. Nothing that was changing my life at the time, right. but it was it looked good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't getting no bread. Yeah. I was still rolling around $10 you were, you in the gas You were stacking tank. the resume up. Yeah, right. driving all the way from L.A. to, I think, Hitmaker lived at, off Topanga Cane at the time. I was driving all the way from Lamert Park. To paint can, ten dollars in the tank, figuring it out, sleeping on the couch, Shit. At his crib for the weekend, like all that was going on, and then uh, I ended up just, you know, what I'm saying, getting to a point where I just wanted to just work, and I didn't feel like it was working, you know, what I'm saying, as fast as I wanted, and I ended up meeting Ill Will at a video shoot because he was doing some mixtape stuff with Bergen and, them. and we pulled up, I, he pulled up to a video shoot, met me, and was, you know, what I'm saying. Just let me know, like, he was vibing with me. Let me know, you know what I'm saying? He was paying attention. And then after things slowed down and I was just chilling at the crib, I hit him up one day like, yo, you think you'll do my mixtape? Uh, yeah. Just on some, let's see what <laughs> happens. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what he's going to say, yeah. man. I ain't got nothing to lose. Why not? Yeah. Float it like, out there. Float yeah, for sure. Bet. I was like, bet. I went in there. I made, like, 13, 14 beats. Rapped on all of them. Got my own little features together. And then sent him the music. He was like, all right, send me a cover. I was like, bet. Took my phone out, 
<laughs> took a picture in my room put a hat on I think some dumb glasses I had on a basic white tee no jewelry nothing like, boom Photoshop told y'all earlier I was good with Photoshop threw that shit on the space background I mean no I didn't even throw it on the space but I just sent him the picture he they threw his homie Priest threw it on the space background at the time Damn, this and is I was like alright that works. And he was like, yeah, it's kind of trash, but that's, <laughs> that's what we got. Let's ride out. Let's ride we, we out. Got, we got the music's work. there. Yeah. And then from there, we just kept moving and rocking. But that, you know what I'm saying, was a, a course of 10 years of, you know what I'm saying, ups Shit. and downs of just trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And not really knowing if anything was real. Just I make music. I make beats. Yeah. I was, you know what I'm saying, it was a point where, like, I was watching other people just blow up or whether, you know what I'm saying? I used to live around the corner from Dom Kennedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I was in Lamert Park, I would see him take out the trash when I'd be walking my dogs and stuff. <laughs> Crazy, and bro. Just, and you start seeing people pop off like, dang, Dom popped off. Yeah. Man, when am I going to pop off? <laughs> I'm in the same, you know what I'm saying? You just see it was just different people I was seeing in, in the neighborhood pop off or in the city. And, you know what I'm saying, just timing. It's funny you say that. I remember we were working on a project with Dom years ago, and I used to pick him up. Cause he he didn't he didn't drive at the time like yeah. I, I don't think he had a license or something something happened I don't remember what it was that happened exactly but but he wasn't driving at the time so I used to pick him up in Lamert uh, yeah. and drive him all the way to the valley yeah, so man. we were recording with Terrace it's yeah. crazy yeah, man. man we real LA kids yeah that's dope. a real journey a real <laughs> yeah. journey yeah. so now we've got thirteen songs on the new project uh, live which is out right now mm-hmm. some real slaps on this piece man yeah I think I got some I got some joints on there all produced by the same. All produced by, produced by my boy Ism, you know what I'm saying? And he got his team of people who he rocks with, too. But for the most part, you Fire. know what I'm saying? It's just all Ism. And, and talk to us about the, the champagne, man. Congla- congrats. Ooh, champagne out finally. Uh, this is definitely, you know what I'm saying, pride and joy. Because I'm somebody who's champagne connoisseur. Right. Never in my life did I think I would have my own bottle, be able to design it. At least when I, I thought I would be able to, you know what I'm saying, Somebody had put me on and yeah, be like, yo, support Moet. <laughs> you know I mean? want to design a Moet bottle? That's cool. But to be able to have my own champagne and I like how it tastes and I would design the bottle and really, you know what I'm saying, put my all into it and my hands on it. It's, it's definitely dope to see and everybody's been rocking with it. So, yeah, you man. know what I'm saying? It's, it's delicious pretty. too, man. Thank you for bringing the crew. Appreciate you, and, and it looks great. It looks classy as fuck. When you that brought was it a goal. in, yeah, I, I didn't know I didn't know it was yours when you brought it in and I was like, oh shit, like this yeah. is dope. The goal know? was definitely off top, I was like, all right, I'm not trying to make like a manly bottle yeah. or whatever that means or a wine bottle. Like I'm, I'm, I definitely don't want just a black bottle or something that was dull. I wanted something that was like pop, you know what I'm saying? And, and Females will want to hold it. Right. Like, right. I wanted females to want to hold the bottle and not feel like they was a rapper. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 Same, yeah. But then I wanted rappers to feel like they was a rapper. <laughs> exactly. Actually. And I feel like, you know what I'm saying, it's different bottles, not going to say no names, that just gave me that vibe and energy that I was like, all right, I kind of understand what that is and, you know what I'm saying, how to move forward. Dope, man. Love yeah, it, man. Good. Always great having you on the show, man. Uh, congrats on the new project, The yeah. Live, which is out now. Stream hey, hey, it, run it up. Out right now, all platforms. All run platforms. Up, Fully independent, man. It's nowhere where it's not streaming. I know I have mad fans that still run up to me 
I'm sorry, guys. I don't have new music on Hot New Hip Hop in that pit for you. I apologize. Yo. I don't have any new albums on SoundCloud. There is no Reddit. I just don't have it right now for you, man. I'm sorry we're doing it all the right way. I am independent, come but man, on, come, come on, on, bro. Support, man, support. support. You, you giving these motherfuckers enough, enough free music, yeah. dog. Right, I'm good. We all, I mean, even I'm selling freestyles. I don't care what it is. All of it is because it hurts to be able to look at all these songs that I had back in the day I can't even listen to them because mm. it's not on you know what I'm saying right where probably could but I gotta go through a headache of streaming I mean the clearing all these old features and yeah, all that they probably yeah, want yeah. bags now they was getting yeah. no bags back then yeah. <laughs> yo you want a forty dollar forty thousand bag now? It's yeah. free let me just put it out we can get the back in like ain't nobody doing that so but anyway it's just like you know I wish a lot of that music was still up and right. I love when I see old artists or that are able to put like the old project out that only the diehard fans mm-hmm. got to hear because I feel like if my diehard fans got you know what I'm saying the Daydreamer mixtape be running it up I yeah. had some plaques out here right 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 man that's man. something we could work on is it like it's just a it's, it's possible it's just you know it's work yeah it's a lot it's, it's a lot it's a lot of headaches right it's a lot of it, it, they might get a, a a deluxe version that only has ten of the record now, you know, yeah. four, four people don't produce no more <laughs> you gotta figure out where they live and all of that yeah, that be yeah. happening you know, producers be like yeah man I stopped producing ten years ago I don't even know where that beat is so yeah. <laughs> I <right>, bet <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. All right, man. Well, Inc., thank you for stopping Ooh. through. Yes, Always sir. a pleasure. Uh, Alive's the name of the album, man. Alive, baby. We feeling good. We feeling alive. We out here. We outside. Living right. it. Ooh.